Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I'm Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. Thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm sorry about my voice. I've, I've got about half of it right now, so I'm not at full speed when it comes to being able to talk to you in the way that you're used to listening to me. Um, so please be patient with my raspiness. Um, it's no revelation. I've said it many, many times. But in my early 20s, most of my best friends were girls. There was a couple of guys in there over time, different people. But I always bonded with, I always appreciated, and I always absolutely preferred the company of female friends. Always. I would go places with them, I'd call them. In some cases, we'd get involved artistically. Now, they would love me without being in love with me. And for me, that was okay because the platonic love still felt good to my, at the time, you know, love-starved heart. Well, many of these were younger than I, I was, which made it natural for me to kind of not get the wrong idea or try to take things in directions that people didn't want to take them. It made it more natural for me to kind of relegate a lot of my female friends mentally, almost like little sister roles in my world. Honest to God, I never fell in love with them, but I love them. And as far as I know, no one ever got hurt. I, I learned a tremendous amount at that time in my life from these young women. And, and there were a decent amount of them over time. I learned about my strengths. I learned about my weaknesses. I learned about friendship. I learned about women. It, it was like it was like a network of girls sent out this collective message to each other that, hey, this Chris Levine guy, he's safe. And that just led to a massive amount of female friends over the years. Now, you'd think this show topic would be awkward as I've been married to my wife for 19 years at the time that I'm recording this. But, but it's not. And I'll tell you why. See, my old friends had their place, and my wife has hers. And no one can touch her place <laughs> in my world. So I don't believe, and I certainly hope that my recording this is in no way disrespectful to her. I'm not longing for anyone else, if that makes any sense. It's just that in therapy, sometimes you just have to say things out loud. And this show is as much my therapy as it is yours. So here goes. One of my friends, going back to those years, was a girl named Amber. She was a beautiful kid. I was totally older than she was. I remember this friendship started one night when some people I was with all went out to this coffee house on Ventura Boulevard. It would have been like 1992. Uh, the place was called Insomnia. Now, 
I was going off of my memory banks and 1992 has been a long time. So I kind of looked it up to make sure that I got the name of the place right. And when I looked it up, it's obviously not there anymore. But not only was it the right place because they had pictures, but apparently this place was kind of a big deal. It was a celebrity hangout. It was a, a place where people like Beck would go and play during like open mic nights and things like that. But check this out. According to the article that I read, Insomnia, this specific place, was the inspiration for the coffee house being what it became for the show Friends, which literally was right around the corner in time. Now, Californians, you'll understand this. At the time, I just lived there, and we just showed up there because it was there. But looking up what it ultimately became kind of makes this story even a little bit more special, you know? Anyway, she wound up being one of those people in the group that went out that night. She wound up sitting next to me on a bar stool, and we talked. And at one point, I don't know what I said, but it must have touched her because she started crying. Like crying, crying. It, like people were looking at me like they wanted to kill me crying. <laughs> I told her, you know, you need to stop crying because people at other tables and at the bar are looking at me like, like I'm Satan. You know, this made her laugh through the tears. And it was the beginning of a very tight friendship that emerged. Just, just to show that I had her in a specific perspective, I literally called her the phrase little sister off and on during that time. Well, long story short, I moved away from that entire group of people, that entire time of my life, that scene with its characters. I moved to New York. And when I came back years later, you know, everybody kind of went in their various directions already. I mean, I did too. Everyone was still young, but no longer kids, if that makes any sense. I wound up finding a new group of friends, and so did they. You know, it was nothing personal, just life. Some people got married. Some didn't. Some of them are still single. You know, I got married. She got married. With very few exceptions, most people from back then, it's almost like they now feel like people I either read about once in a book or saw, or maybe saw on TV more than actually knowing them. And that sounds so terrible, but it's just been a very long time. I'm 50 now. Social media throughout the years has made kind of checking in and visiting on older friends easier. But honestly, with rare exceptions, that didn't really include any real communication with these people for the most part. There are a few who are still very close to and my wife and I are very close to them. So many years later, let's move up in time. I'm married, right? And I live in a different state. We just had a baby. My phone rings from a number that I don't recognize. I, I generally never pick up my phone if I don't recognize the number. I generally don't pick up my phone if I do recognize the number. I'm sorry, I'm working on it. But for some reason, I picked up this mystery number. 
It was in the middle of a work day. And when I answered, a voice which was barely audible was on the other end of the phone. It was Amber. I don't know how she got my number, but she did. Um, and in a tiny little girl sounding voice, maybe just slightly louder than a whisper, she told me that she was in a hospital bed and that she was dying. She would have been in her 30s by this time. She told me, and these are her words now, and for all I know, she could have said this to everyone and anyone she picked up the phone and called, but what she told me was that I was the warmest person that she'd ever met and I was one of the most important people that had ever been in her life and that she wanted to officially say goodbye and that she loved me. She said one more thing that I'll share in a minute. And then she told me that, you know, she'd one day see me again in paradise. She said goodbye, hung up the phone. Now, I, I had known she had cancer from social media. I, I already knew that. I, I just wasn't expecting that call. Yeah, I have to tell you, I think I have more hatred for cancer than almost anything. And it's easy to hate a lot of things, but I think that at the top of my list is cancer. Cancer is evil. Cancer made my father go away. And in this case, cancer you know, kidnapped my friend. This episode is essentially being done for this reason. If you're out there and you're going through something that involves grief, you can't let anyone, including yourself, dictate to you a proper time to grieve someone. And, and I'll tell you why. I'm truly processing her phone call many years later. Why now, right? It was not prompted by anything that I could think of. It's just coming out of my heart today for whatever reason. That said, I'm like nowhere near dealing with my father yet. I block that out. I, I, I block out that he's not around most of the time because that's the easy thing to do. What I left out in that conversation when she called me was, this is the one other thing that she told me. She said, Chris, I know you. And I know you'll be really sad when you hear I'm gone. And you'll probably also wonder if we left everything okay and we were okay. And I'm calling to tell you that we totally are. This call is to make sure you'll be okay. I mean, I'll, all right, I'm going to stop this one here. What more can I say? Maybe this is the whole point. Maybe I'll say this. No, you, we can't go back. And you know what? We shouldn't have to go back. Meaningful tomorrows should equal yesterday's good memories. At least I hope so. And maybe I'll also say this, the people out there that anger you, 
that drive you crazy with stupidity or are essentially goat-shaped demons, <laughs> deal with them as you must. But remember, in our lives, we also sometimes get these other reminders too. But you know what? Sometimes human beings really aren't all that bad. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Coffee, Grief, and Humanity Faith Restoration playlist. I know it's a lot. Once you type in coffee, I'm sure it'll pop up. Again, you can just very easily go to Spotify and type in Refresher podcast dash coffee grief, and humanity faith restoration. If you're new to our show, we try to sum up the thoughts in 10 songs, and here they are. The first song is by Ryoko Hasebe. It's called A Cup of Coffee. Then we have the Red Hot Chili Peppers with My Friends. We have Star Sailor with the song Good Souls. I had interviewed their lead singer years ago. We have the song Remember by the Ravenettes. We've got Bluebird Sonata with Laid Back in the Past. From Magical Mystery Tour, we have the Beatles with Hello, Goodbye. We have Maris Yahoo with the song Youth. We have the song Teachers by Leonard Cohen. From The Unforgettable Fire, we have the band U2 and the song Promenade. And from a solo effort by the man, we have Freddie Mercury with the song Time Waits for No One. That, my friends, is our new playlist. Again, you can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Coffee, Grief, and Humanity Faith Restoration. You know what's amazing is we get to see from time to time who's new to our show. Uh, I get a demographic report and I check it often. And this last time around, our demographic report shows that we now have brand new listeners in a few places. We've got brand new listeners in Sacramento, California, in Altamonte Springs, Florida, and in Evanston, Illinois. Thank you for joining and listening to Refresher. Hey, did you guys know that plants improve the air around you and they actually help to improve your mood? Well, Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. You can actually check out their awesome website at leafy.com. That is L-E-A-F-V-E.com. I'm selling it so short. First of all, the man who basically is Leafy, who runs the company and it came up with the whole concept, he was around <laughs> at the time that I was talking about. His name is Jonathan, and he's a good guy out of Southern California. 
but they ship everywhere. So not only do they try to get you involved in buying a nice plant with this self-watering plant container to help you keep it alive, but their goal is for you to take your pet plant with you, put it in your car, you know, change the atmosphere. Anyway, go to their website. I promise you it's, it's a fun experience. Design Craft, another one of my friends from when I lived in New York. His name is Josh. He runs that company. Design Craft, they are out of New York. They're at the forefront of the millwork industry, and they're constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can check out samples of their unbelievable work at designcraft.com. Guys, this show simply would not exist without you. It's totally grassroots. It's grown globally because of you passing it along. If you can continue to please pass this podcast along to your friends, that would be wonderful. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be super helpful. But either way, I understand. I just want you to feel free and listen and enjoy anytime that you want to. Finally, we have a website. If you'd like to check out books that I've written, including celebrity interviewing, t-shirts, merch for this show, as well as some very cool stores that we have online, you can go to refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by yet another friend who's hung in there and is still a very good friend in Southern California, Mr. John Fuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully I'll have a full voice the next time you hear it.